We're going to start with Ezekiel 25, and then we're going to go as the Lord leads. As I mentioned before to you, this is a meditation of the word. And so <clears throat> we're just here to reflect. We're here to prayerfully reflect on what the Lord has to say today uh, concerning himself, concerning people, and concerning us. And so I want you to be praying into that, to say, God, what are you revealing concerning yourself? That's the first thing I want you to pray as you spend some time in the word today. I want you to ask God, what are you revealing concerning yourself? The second question I want you to ask is, God, what are you revealing concerning people? Yes, what are you revealing concerning people? <clears throat> and then the third question that I want you to ask is, God, what are you revealing concerning me? What are you revealing concerning me? I want you just to meditate on that, to focus on that as we spend time in God's word today. Okay? And so we'll be in chapter 25. I'll pray and then we'll get started. Father, thank you for the privilege that you've given us to come here to read your word. Lord, as we read this word today, Father, I pray that, Lord, you would speak to us through your word. Father, let it not be our wisdom imputed or inserted or imposed on this text. But Father, let your heart, your wisdom, your spirit be imposed on us Lord, I pray that your will be done today. Lord, speak to us. We have nothing prepared today. We're just emptying ourselves to hear what you have to say to us. And we say that in Jesus' name. Amen. So good to see all of you on TikTok. So good to see all of you on IG. And so good to see all of you on Discord as we come together to read God's word. So let's do it. Let's get right into it. In chapter 25, it says this, the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, set your face against the Ammonites and prophesy against them. Say to the Ammonites, the word of the Lord God, thus hear the word of the Lord God, thus says the Lord, because you said aha against my sanctuary when it was pro and against the land of Israel when it was desolate. And against the house of Judah, when it went into captivity, indeed, therefore, I will deliver you as a possession to the men of the east. And they shall set their encampments among you and make their dwellings among you. They shall eat your fruit and they shall drink your milk. And I will make Rabbah a stable for camels and Ammon a resting place for flocks. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. For thus says the Lord God. Because you clapped your hands, stamped your feet, and rejoiced in the heart with all your disdain for the land of Israel, indeed, therefore, I will stretch out my hand against you and give you as plunder to the nations. I will cut you off from the peoples, and I will cause you to perish from the countries. I will destroy you, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, because of Moab and Sin, saying, Look, the house of Judah is like all the nations. Therefore, behold, I will clear the territory of Moab of the cities, of the cities on its frontier, the glory of the country, Beth Jeshemoth, Baal Mel, and Ker Kerjathaim. To the men of the east, I will give it as a possession together with the Ammonites. The Ammonites may not be remembered among the nations. And I will execute judgments upon Moab and they shall know that I am the Lord. We read about this, fam, if you recall. 
Verse 12, thus says the Lord God, because of what Edom did against the house of Judah by taking vengeance and has greatly offended by avenging itself on them. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will also stretch out my hand against Edom, cut off man and beast from it and make it desolate from Taman. Dead end shall fall the sword. I will lay my vengeance on Edom by the hand of my people Israel, that they may do in Edom according to my anger and according to my fury, and they shall know my vengeance, says the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God, because the Philistines de dealt vengefully and took vengeance with a spiteful heart to destroy because of the old hatred. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, I will stretch out my hand against the Philistines and I will cut off the Cherethites and destroy the remnant of the seacoast. I will execute great vengeance on them with furious rebukes and they shall know that I am the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon hmm. chapter 26. And it came to pass in the 11th year, on the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, because Tyr has said against Jerusalem, Aha, she is broken, who was a gateway of the peoples. Now she has turned over to me. I shall be filled. She is laid to waste. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Tyr and will cause many nations to come up against you as the sea causes its waves to come up. And they shall destroy the walls of Tyr and break down her towers, and I will scrape her dust from her and make her like the top of a rock. It shall be a place for spreading nets in the midst of the sea, for I have spoken, says the Lord God. It shall become plunder for the nations. Also, her daughter villages, which are in the fields, shall be slain by the sword, that they shall know that I am the Lord. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will bring against Tyre from the north Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, king of kings with horses and chariots and with horsemen and, and as an, and an army with many people. He will slay with the sword your daughter villages in the fields. He will heap up a siege mound against you, build a wall against you, and raise a defense against you. He will direct his bat battering rams against your walls, and with his axes he will break down your doors. Because of the abundance of his horses, their dust will cover you. Your walls will shake at the noise of the horsemen, the wagons, and the chariots when he enters your gates as men carry a city that has been breached. And with hooves of his horses, he will trample all your streets. He will lay your people by the word. Sorry, he will lay the people by the sword. And your strong pillars will fall to the ground. They will plunder your riches and pillage your merchandise. They will break down your walls and destroy your pleasant houses. They will lay your stones, your timber, and your soil in the midst of the water. I will put an end to the sound of your songs and the more and the sound of your harps shall be heard no more. I will make you like the top of a rock. You shall be a place for spreading nets and you shall never be rebuilt for I, the Lord has spoken, says the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God of Tyr. 
Will the coastlands not shake at the sound of your fall? When the wounded cry, when the slaughter is made in the midst of you, then all the princes of the sea will come down from their nets, lay aside their robes and take off their embroidered garments. They will clothe themselves with trembling. They will sit on the ground, trembling every moment and be astonished at you. And they will take up a lamentation for you and say to you, how you have perished, O one inhabitant by seafaring, seafaring men. O renowned city who was strong at sea, she has her inhabitants who caused their terror on all her inhabitants. Now the coastlands tremble on the day of your fall. Yes, the coastlands by the sea are troubled at your departure. For thus says the Lord God, when I make you a desolate city like cities that are not inhabited, when I bring the deep upon you and great waters cover you, then I will bring you down with those who descend into the pit to the people of old. And I will make you dwell in the lowest part of the earth in places desolate from antiquity with those who go down to the pit so that you may never be inhabited. And I shall establish glory in the land of the living. I will make you a terror and you shall be no more. Though you are sought for, you will never be found, says the Lord God. Chapter 27. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Now, son of take a lamentation for Tyr, and say to Tyr, You who are situated at the entrance of the sea, merchant of the people on many coastlands, thus says the Lord God, O Tyr, you have said, I am perfect in your borders are in the midst of the seas. Your builders have perfected your beauty. They made all your planks of fir trees from Sinair. They took the cedar from Lebanon to make you a mast of oaks of, from Bashan. They made your oars. The company of the Asherites have inlaid your planks with ivory from the coast of Cyprus. Fine embroidered linen from Egypt was what you spread for your sail. Blue and purple from the coast of Elisha is what covered you. Inhabitants of Sidon and Arvad were your oarsmen, your wise men, Otir, were in you. They became your pilots, elders of Gabal and its wise men were in you to cock your seams. All the ships of the sea and the oarsmen were in you to market your merchandise. Those from Persia, Lydia, and Libya were in your army as men of war. They hung shield and helmet in you. They gave splendor to you. Men of Arvad with your army were on your walls all around, and the men of Gamad were in your towers. They hung their shields on your walls all around. They made your beauty perfect. Tarshish was your merchant because of your many luxury goods. They gave you silver, iron, tin, and lead for your goods. Javan, Tubal, and Meshesh were your traders. They, they bartered human lives and vessels of bronze for your merchandise. Those from the house of Togamar, sorry, Togamar, traded for your wares with horses, steeds, and mules. The men of Dedan were your traders. Many isles were the market of your hand. 
they brought you ivory tusks and ebony as payment. Syria was your merchant because of the abundance of the goods you made. They gave you for your water, for your wares, emeralds, purple, emery, sorry, embroidery, fine linen, corals, and rubies. Judah and the land of Israel were your traders. They traded for your merchandise, wheat of mineth, millet, honey, and oil, and balm. Damascus, your merchant, because of your abundance of goods you made, because of your many luxury items with the wine of Helbon and with the white wool. Dan and Javan paid for your wares. Traversing back and forth, rock iron and cassia and cane were among your merchandise. Dedan was your merchant in saddlecloths for riding. Arabia and all the princes of Kadar were your regular merchants. They traded with you in lambs, rams, and goats. The merchants of Sheba and Ramah were your merchants. They traded for your wares, the choicest spices, all kinds of precious stones and gold. Haran, Kaneth, Eden, the merchants of Sheba, Assyria, and Shilmad were your merchants. These were your merchants in choice items, in purple clothes, in embroidered garments, in the chests of multicolored apparel and sturdy woven cords, which were in your marketplace. The ships of Tarshish were carriers in your merchandise. You were filled with very glorious, sorry, you were filled in very glorious in the midst of the seas. Your oarsmen brought you into many waters, but the east wind broke you in the midst of the sea. Your riches, wares, and merchandise, your mariners and pilots, your cockers and merchandisers, all your men of war who are in you and the entire company which is in your midst will fall into the midst of the seas on the day of your ruin. The common land will shake at the sound of the cry of your pilots. All who handle the oar, the mariners, all the pilots of the sea will come down from their ships and stand on the shore, they will make their voice heard because of you. They will cry bitterly and cast dust on their hands. They will roll about in ashes. They will shave themselves completely bald because of you, gird themselves with sackcloth and weep for you with bitterness of heart and with bitter wailing. In their wailing for you, they will take up lamentation and lament for you. What city is like Tyre, destroyed in the midst of the sea? When your wares went out by the sea, you satisfied many people. You enriched the kings of the earth with your many luxury goods and your merchandise. But you are broken by the seas in the depths of the waters. Your merchandise and the entire company will fall in your midst. All the inhabitants of the isles will be astonished at you. Their kings will be great. Of hmm. and their countenance will be troubled. And the merchants among the peoples will hiss at you. You will become a horror and be no more forever. The word of the Lord came, chapter 20. The word of the Lord came to me again, saying, Son of man, say to the prince of Tyre, thus says the Lord God, because your heart is lifted up and you say, I am a God. I sit in the seat of gods in the midst of the seas, yet you are a man and not a god. Therefore, though you set your heart as the heart of a god, 
Behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hidden from you. With your wisdom and your understanding, you have gained riches for yourself and gathered gold and silver into all your treasures. By your great wisdom and trade, you have increased your riches in your hearts and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have set your heart as the heart of a God. Behold, therefore, I will bring strangers against you, the most terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom and defile your splendor. They shall throw you down into the pit and you shall die the death of the slain in the midst of the seas. Will you stay for him who slays you? I am a God, but you shall be a man and not a God. In the hand of him who slays you, you shall die the death of the uncircumcised by the hand of aliens. For I have spoken, says the Lord God. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, You were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was was your covering, the sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers, and I establish you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways. From the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence, with and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God. And I destroy you, O covering cherub, from the midst of fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your... You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they may graze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trade. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you. And I turned you into ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples were astonished at you. You have become a horror and shall be no more forever. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, set your face towards Sidon and prophesy against her and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Sidon. I will be glorified in your midst, and they shall know that I am the Lord when I execute judgments in her, and I am hallowed in her. For I will send pestilence upon her, the blood of in her streets, the wounded shall be judged in her midst by the sword against her on every side. They shall know that I am the Lord. And there shall be no longer, sorry, there shall no longer be a prickling briar or a painful thorn for the house of Israel from among all who are around them who despise them, then they shall know that I am the Lord God. Thus says the Lord God, when I have gathered the house of Israel from the peoples among them, they are scattered and I am hallowed in them in the sight of the Gentiles. 
then they will dwell in their own land, which I give to my servant, Jacob. And they will dwell safely there, build houses and plant vineyards. Yes, they will dwell securely. When I execute judgments on all around them who despise them, then they shall know that the Lord God. The word of God for us to I am grateful for the opportunity to come together with you guys and to read through this text. There is a lot of wisdom that we can read in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel is a prophetic letter and Ezekiel is also a historical letter. Ezekiel's letter has political implications and his letter also has um, spiritual implications. You can't separate what God is doing in the spirit with what God is doing through humanity and by consequence what God is doing on the earth because they're all manifesting together, operating together. And so as we read what Ezekiel is prophesying, he's also prophesying the political ramifications of the things that are transpiring in the spirit. And in it, we learn the wisdom of God. And in it, we learn the heart of God. And in it, we learn what motivates. We learn what moves him and why it moves him. I think the thing that we love the most about, the thing I loved at least the most about reading God's word is to learn more about the person of God, to learn more about the heart of God, to learn more about the wisdom of God. Matter of fact, the wisdom that is eternal is God's wisdom, not ours. And so I see this and I see the consequences of these things. And yet there's so much wisdom that we receive from that. So much that we can understand in the mechanisms of how God moves and what he does and why he does it. I love that. I love that. Um, give me one second, fam. Give me one second. Sorry about that. So, um, so regarding the the heart of God and regarding the wisdom of God, we get to see more about who God is, and we see the complexity in all of this just through reading these three chapters that we just read today. And as I said to you, when we read, we're not. We're not, we don't, you know, this isn't a Bible study. We don't have time to really break down all the elements of what this text is saying. But rather we want to leave to with a revelation concerning the heart and the wisdom of God. 
to know something about God, to know something about us, not only corporately, but also individually. That's why I say in the beginning when we do our reading rants, to ask God, God, what are you revealing concerning yourself? To ask God, God, what are you revealing concerning people? And to ask God, what are you revealing concerning me? And the reason why that's so important is because it orients us. It orients us. It gives us a position of dependence on him and to not get too informational with our reading of his word, but to allow his word to shape our heart, to shape our mind, and for us to get to know God on a deeper level through the reading of his word. And so, yeah, there's a place for Bible study. And I'll leave that because there's Bible study tonight. Um, and so I look forward to that. Um, you can join us on Discord for the Bible study tonight as well. It's the Opus Fred Discord channel. And you can also um, join us on Patreon. So if you join us on Patreon. And I will have a subscriber-only live. So there'll be a subscriber-only live and a subscriber-only chat. So you can subscribe as well. So we're going to continue our Bible study on Ephesians. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and so there's a place for us to sit, to break down, to exegete, to exposit scripture. That's not what we're doing here. We're just spending some time to hear the heart of God. So I want to make sure you guys understand that because the one thing that I'm getting from this is how important it is for us to acknowledge God in all things. Let me say that one more time. And I'm just leaving you with that. Is I want you guys to be aware how important it is in your everyday life to acknowledge God in all things. We see a contrast between Israel's judgments and the judgments of the nations that Israel was influenced because as we're reading this, remember we read we read all the judgments against Israel, but it didn't come without a promise. But the judgment against Israel was their idolatry, that they were being driven by the culture and the religion and the spirituality of the neighboring nations around them. And now we read, starting from 25 that we read today, is we're reading about the same judgments or judgments that are being made, not the same judgments, but the judgments that are being made against these neighboring nations. We had Ammon that we saw here from 25, verse 1, all the way to verse 6. Then we see the judgments against Moab. And then we see the judgments against Edom. So Moab was from verse 8 to verse 11. Then we see the judgments against Edom from verse 12 um, and verse to verse 14. Then we see the judgments against Philistia from verse 15 to verse 17. And as you notice in these judgments, God is rebuking. But it says here that God is executing judgments and executing vengeance. And we look there, we're like, wait, but what did they do? Therefore, behold, I will clear, like, for example, in Moab, therefore, behold, I will clear the territory of Moab um, of cities, of the cities in its frontier and the glory of the country, Beth, Jeshemoth, Baal, Maon, and Kerjathaim, to the men of the east, and I will give it as a possession together with the Ammonites. And he's just saying, I'm going to give it away. 
and then together the Ammonites that they may not be remembered among the nations and I will execute judgments upon Moab. We see these judgments, but we, we, we don't know, like, what did Moab do? But we see Ammon and we read it and we're getting a little peek into what Ammon was, but we don't really know what Ammon did. And then we see the judgments against Edom, how God will execute his vengeance. But what did, what did Edom do? And then we see Philistia and, and he writes here about the judgments against Philistia, but we don't, we don't really know exactly what Philistia did. But then we see he goes extensively to the nation of Tyre. Some call it Tyre, Tyre or Tyre, however, you, you know, whichever way you want to pronounce it. And God then opens up this revelation about the proclamations against Tyre or Tyre. And he speaks about Tears beauty. He speaks about the great successes that Tear has enjoyed. He talks about in chapter 27. So in chapter 26, he speaks of all the things that are going to transpire. And basically in the end, Babylon's coming to take all of them. So Babylon is going to come and establish an entire empire out of all these nations. And Israel happens to be included because, again, Israel was a part in all of this. And so we see that Tyr now falls into the same demise. And he goes into extensive and it's probably because Tyr was one of the greater cities of influence in that region. And then he says, and they will take lamentation of verse 17 uh, in chapter 26, verse 17. And they will take up lamentation for you and say to you, how you have perished, O one inhabitants of far seeing men, O renowned cities, who was strong at sea, she and her inhabitants, who caused their terror to be on all her nations. Now the coastlands tremble on the day of your fall. Yes, the coastlands by the sea are troubled at your departure. He speaks about the city and how great it was and how it will all fall apart. And then at the end of that chapter in verse 21, he says how it's going to end. You're going to go from being the glory of the nations. And he says, I will make you a terror and you shall be no more. Though you are sought for, you will never be found again, says the Lord. Any success that comes just from you is temporal, temporary. See that one more time. If you're winning in this season, don't forget to acknowledge and better believe that God. And if you can't acknowledge that God and that God did it through you, my friend, any success that came just by your power, your ability, and your might is temporary. But success that comes from the one who created all things, the creator of the universe, the beginning and the end of all things, when success comes from has eternal importance, 
be careful giving yourself all the for your success. And be careful for giving others the credit. You might be winning in this season and you might be winning because of opportunities that people gave to you. You might be winning because, you know, great things have transpired in your life. You might be winning and you might even attribute a little bit of it to luck. And you might say, well, the universe, all the stars aligned and the universe came to for me to get to where I am to if somehow you've separated your winning and your success from a God who created all things, who manages and administrates all things, if your winning is not attributed to God, then you're not really winning. You're where you are, not because of how great you are, how great your ability is, how intelligent you are, all the access. You are where you are simply by the grace of God. I know how hard you work. But you didn't win because you worked hard. You won because God worked through you. You're not winning because of your ability and your talent. You're winning because God's winning. We see tear and we see what tear has become a beautiful nation, a nation of great success. Now, look what it says in, 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 in verse three. Oh, Tyr, you have said, I am perfect in my be. Your borders are in the midst of the seas. Your builders have perfected your beauty. They have made your planks of fir tree. He goes on this entire, just, you know, he, he expresses the beauty of Tyre. He speaks about the economic influence that Tyre has. He speaks about all the things Tyre is doing and all the nations that have come to partner with them and, and, and just their economic influence, their influence in trade, their influence in the economy and culture, all nations. They are, um, they are the joy and the beauty among the nations and here he says at the beginning, O Tyre, you have said, I am perfect in beauty. He speaks of all the work that was done through all the men and everything they accomplished. Men of Arvad in verse 11, with your army were on your walls all around and the men of Gamad were in your towers. They hung their shields on your walls all around. They made your beauty perfect, this beauty looks as if it is a beauty that has worked by the mechanism of the power and the ability of man. And then he speaks about all the nations who come to partner and trade with them and how they become central to the economy and the region and how they become a nation of influence. But he tells them that that influence is soon to disappear. The influence is soon to be gone. The riches, the connections, the influence, the power, all of it soon to be gone. And now we find ourselves in a spot where we begin to understand what happens when we enjoy success and give ourselves all the for it. 
notice, and if you read through this, because we don't have enough time to break every part of this down, but notice these successes were given and permitted by God. I think sometimes we think you have to, you know, that, that success, you know, somehow comes simply from ability, but success always comes by God's permission, by the capacity that is to bestow it upon those who he bestows it upon. I look at chapter 28 and we begin to see a little bit deeper what's going on here. This proclamation against the king of Tyre and the prince of Tyre, we see the, uh, that he first begins with the prince of Tyre, who is the king of Tyre. And, and he speaks to him and says, because your heart is lifted up and you say, I am God. And because you say, I sit in the seat of God's in the midst of the seas, that you are a man and not a God. How many of us have given ourselves credit for where we are, not realizing we would never be where we are had it not been for the Lord who was on our side? If it wasn't for God, where would I be? And I think sometimes we feel like if we give God credit for where we are and for where he's taken us, then somehow we're going to discredit the work that we had to put in to get there. Not realizing that your hard work could have never got you there alone. Things had to come together. Things had to be orchestrated. And if you really dig down deep inside, you're going to realize you're winning because God is winning through you. And if you don't hold on to the source for which you win by, then fam, I can tell you right now, your winning is temporary. Just why we cannot understand why there are those who keep on winning. <laughs> another conversation for another day. He says, by your great wisdom in trade, you have increased your riches in verse five and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. He says, behold, you are wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that can be hidden from you. With your wisdom and understanding, you have gained riches for yourself. We've heard this before. Was this not Solomon? This man of great wisdom who then acquired great wealth? And it's by this great wisdom that you acquired all this success? But then he says, because you have set your heart as the heart of a God. Behold, therefore, I will bring strangers against you the most terrible of the nations, and they shall draw their swords against the beauty of your wisdom. Your success is going to be temporary if you're feeling yourself too much. As a matter of fact, your success will be temporary if you're feeling yourself in it. You don't win because of your ability or because of your capability. You've, you're winning because of the grace of God. God is the reason for your success. And the internal source of your success in whatever it is that God is calling you to do is provided through this unlimited God 
then why shift it and transfer it to a limited person as yourself? Acknowledge God in all things. If you're winning in this season, acknowledge God in it. Because if you don't humble yourself, you're going to find yourself like the king of Tyre, like the other neighboring nations who lift themselves up, whose hearts are lifted up because of their riches, because of their success. Thank you so much, Millie. Thank you for becoming a subscriber. Verse 11, he says, No, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, Thus says the Lord God, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Ooh, that's another conversation. That's a Bible study by itself. You were in Eden. Ooh. You were the anointed. Look at that. Were. The abundance of trading, you became filled with violence. However, by the abundance of trading, your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a prophet out of the mountain of God. And I destroyed you, O covering cherub. You missed it, O king. You were all these things. You will not remain all these things. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Your cor you corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground and I laid you before kings that they may graze at you. This is who you were. But you will be that no more. This is just a word of wisdom. Acknowledge God in all things. In all things. Acknowledge him in everything. I know this is a bigger story. We've, we're reading the bigger context of this story. But today, as we read this element of the story, understanding God's judgments on Israel, but to also understand God's judgments on these neighboring nations, that their evil was rooted in their self-sufficiency. If you've got no place for God, you've got no place for his blessing. If you've got no place for God, you've got no place for joy. If you've got no place to submit your entire life to him, even your successes. And if you are self-sufficient, self-capable, if God is just a side thing and a side piece for you, my friend, whatever it is that you're enjoying in this moment is temporary. Acknowledge God in all things. In all things. And then the last thing is, is that even as he's pronouncing these judgments against Tyr, Sidon, against these nations, Philistia, as he's, as he's 
pronouncing these judgments against Ammon and as he's announcing these judgments against Edom and Moab and as he continues to announce these judgments, he then closes chapter 28 with his future blessing on Israel, who he had pronounced a judgment on because while God is judging, he's correcting. God doesn't judge for eternal vengeance. God judges to restore and to bring things to order. And in the end, tears fall will be Israel's rise because God wants to see his glory fill the earth. And he will do it in a way that may seem vengeful, that may seem uh, painful, belligerent. Not the way I would do it. It's not that. It's that God is restoring his glory. But he's going to restore his people as he restores his glory. Because he wants his glory to flow through his people. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you give us the privilege to get to know more about you, who you are, what you do, how you do it, why you do it. Father, we learn every day about your wisdom. Today, we submit that sometimes we can fall into the tendency of taking the credit for ourselves. But Lord, we thank you that you are so gracious to us that Lord, you reveal to us how important it is that we need to live lives fully submitted to you. Lord, trusting you in all things, giving you credit for all things, Father. Lord, teach us not to be self-sufficient, but entirely dependent on you. Teach us to rely completely upon you in all things, to acknowledge you in all things. And we say that in Jesus' name. Family, we got to go. I love y'all. Um... I encourage you to come through tonight. We have Bible study tonight. I know it's just for the patrons, um, but you guys can tune in still. It'll be on, um, it'll be for subscribers on Instagram. And also um, I'll have a subscriber only chat on TikTok. So even though you'll be able to watch, it'll be subscriber only chat just to, just to avoid all the distractions. So please subscribe um, and also become a patron. I want to encourage you guys become a patron. Help support us. It's your support that makes it all possible. I want to thank you all. This has been kind of a crazy week since I'm coming back from sabbatical. And I see here, um, we just hit 750,000 followers on TikTok. Um, and we've hit 125,000 followers on Instagram. And so, man, it's just been incredible to see what the Lord has done through all of that. So anyway, love y'all fam. Um, Keep us in prayer as we continue to move forward and continue to support. This would not be possible without you. Okay. This will not be possible without you. And yes, Pat, I will send the link. I will send the, uh, the discord link so you guys can attend and I'll be paying attention to the chat on discord. So I will send the link in a few. Okay. I posted the link before, but I'll send the link. Okay. In a few. So check it out. It'll be on Patreon. I'll send you guys the link, but love y'all family. Thank you so much. Um, God bless you guys. See you guys tomorrow, but I hope to see you tonight as we continue our Bible study on the book of Ephesians. All right. Love y'all.
Peace out.